Welcome to the Face Punch Podcast. This is uh, a podcast by me, Zach Adams. Uh, you can also call me Ape on my Twitter. It's at Putasan Ape. And uh, this is a podcast where I talk about fights, fight shit, um, boxing, kickboxing, stuff like that. Uh, a lot of UFC talk is going to go on this podcast. And uh, I just sit around, smoke weed, and talk about shit. So um, it's not for you little kids. This is a rated R podcast, so if you don't like that, get the fuck out. And enjoy the podcast. Alright, what's going on guys? Uh, it's Monday, April 18th. Um, Saturday we had a UFC on Fox uh, 19, I think. Uh, the main card was pretty stacked. Um, the undercard had some uh, good fighters on it too, like Betch Cohea and um, uh, who, who lost. She uh, lost her fight, I think, through a uh, decision, I can't remember. And we also had Court McGee fighting. He hasn't fought in a long time. He was an uh, ultimate fighter winner. And I didn't... I didn't get to see either one of those fights I was working, and as soon as I got off work, I turned on the TV, and the main card was just starting up. Uh, and so that's all I've seen. That's all I got to see. Uh, I might look up the other fights on Fight Pass, but uh, anyways, let's get on with it. Uh, our main card, we had Cub Swanson, um, Hekron Diaz. We also had Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Dara Horcher. We had R- Rose Namunez versus Tisha Torres. I was really excited about that fight because uh, Rose is a really exciting fighter. So is uh, Khabib and um, Cub Swanson. This whole card was stacked. We and for where, wait, where are we? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're on our main uh, main event, which was Glover Teixeira versus Rashad Evans. Glover Teixeira is a fucking beast. He's uh, I, I was really happy to see him come back and uh, fight someone like Rashad. Um, I was really hoping Rashad would use his wrestling more. I don't know what he was doing. He was kind of like filling out the range with uh, Glover. And he should not have done that because Glover Texera, he hits you one time, you're going you're going to sleep. You're going night-night. So I'm glad to see him back in the uh, in the title run. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight. Um, uh, uh, um, who was he wanting to fight? Uh, he was wanting to fight, uh, let me see. He was wanting to fight Anthony Johnson. That's right, yeah. Uh, he, called, he called out Anthony Johnson. Um... I wrote all these notes down uh, while I was watching the fight. I was sort of drunk and sort of high, so they might be a little off. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Anthony Johnson, though, because I did write it down twice in my notes. Yeah, I would love to see that fight. That's definitely a fight I would be paying to see. Um, should uh, it, It'd be nice if they could make it to UFC 200, but uh, I think Anthony Johnson in. He's got uh, some sort of mouth surgery happen, so he had to turn down the fight with... Um, John Jones, which kind of sucked because I really wanted to see that fight too, but uh, he's fighting Ovent St. Prix or whatever his name is. He's a great fighter. Uh, he's definitely not to be slept on. I know a lot of people haven't seen him fight because they usually just watch the pay-per-views or anything like that, but Ovent St. Prix is awesome. He's a, he's a really uh, rangy fighter. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Phil Davis. Um, all right, so who? Let's see who our winners and losers were of Saturday night. Uh, so Cub Swanson beat Hecron Diaz by um, unanimous decision. Uh, my notes are Cub looked great, uh, looked really amazing, had his confidence back. He was on a two-fight losing streak uh, against Frankie Edgar, and um, who else was he? Who else did he uh, get beat by? 
I can't remember who it was. It was Frankie Edgar and someone else. Uh, someone really good. So uh, really no shame in uh, Swanson's two losses because Swanson's really good. He's definitely a top contender guy in that weight division. Um, Heckerin, uh, he... I don't really have any notes on Heckerin. Um, yeah, I don't have any notes on Heckerin. I wasn't really paying... I must not have been paying attention to him during the fight. Um... Uh, apparently there was a bunch of good lug kicks. Like I said, I was drunk. I can't really remember too much, but uh, I remember it being really great fights. I know uh, somebody got knocked out. Uh, who was that? Oh yeah, it was Rashad Evans got knocked out by Clover Texera in the first round. That was insane. That left hand, I remember. He, uh, uh, Rashad just went limp. Rashad's uh, chin is kind of going away. He really shouldn't have stood up during that fight to try to beat Texera. He really should have just took him down and do what Rashad always does. But uh, he he didn't. He just went there and got knocked out. Uh, I th I think it's time for him to um, go ahead and hang up the gloves and just pick up a microphone and do uh, uh, just work for Fox. To be honest, or do his own little podcast thing. But uh, I th I think uh, Evans is done. I, I I don't see him beating. Um, I don't see him beating Gustafsson. I don't see him beating. Um, Glover, obviously he didn't beat Glover, but I, I don't see him beating Gustafsson. I don't see him beating DC or Anthony Johnson, and he's definitely not beating John Jones anytime soon. We already know that John Jones made him look like a fucking idiot. Um, I think Rashad Evans just done. I, I think he really should uh, retire. Uh, Glover, I can't wait to see him uh, up there. Uh, well, we talked about that. And we kind of skipped a bunch of fights. Uh, On to our next fight was Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Daryl Horcher. I remember this fight because uh, someone dropped out. I can't remember who he was supposed to fight, but Daryl Horcher picked it up on a two-day notice, I think, which um, I remember watching this fight because he, he uh, got TKO'd by a crazy kick. Uh, it came out of nowhere from Nurmagomedov. Um, Daryl Horcher is a, I think this was his UFC debut, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I should probably look him up on, uh, sure dog. Um, oh, well, I'll do that later. Pretty sure, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was his UFC debut, and, uh, he just got completely dominated by Norman Gmedov, who is undefeated. I think he's 23-0 now after, uh, he beat Daryl Horcher last night, or, uh, Saturday night. Um, I remember Horcher was holding his own in the stand-up. He was controlling uh, range really well. He was blocking really well, and he was putting up some good combinations. But as soon as Norman Gamadov took him down, it was over. The guy did. He, the guy just looked like a toddler on the ground. Uh, he kept getting passed, and um, just complete control from Norman Gamadov, and he um, he uh, took him out. Uh, did he? Kick, I'm pretty sure he kicked him in the face. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, somebody else. I thought he kicked him in the face. Somebody got kicked in the face last uh, or Saturday night. Might have been Cub Swanson kicking. Uh, yeah, it was Cub Swanson. I remember now. It was a crazy-ass kick. Uh, he was throwing some crazy combinations. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Com uh, Cub Swanson was pulling off some crazy freaking nice leg kick uh, left hook combinations. And it was fucking Hector Diaz up. Uh, Hector Diaz is a pretty good fighter, but he was just getting... It, it, Cub Swanson looked perfect. Um, it, it was it was a really nice uh, main or, uh, uh, a free fight, I gotta say. Uh, whenever I got off and watched just the uh, main card, it looked amazing. Uh, I know there was a split decision on... Um, the undercard. I, I really need to go see the undercard because I heard uh, it was pretty good too. 
So uh, I'll save that for later. Uh, let's go down here. Rose Namahunez, which is a crazy scrapper. I really like watching uh, Rose fight. She uh, She's coming off a win against Paige Van Zant and Tisha Torres. I can't remember who... Uh, who she fought last, but it was a great fight. It was a it was a three round unanimous decision for uh, Rose Namajunas. She won. Uh, she looked amazing. She was putting off some extremely fast combinations. She was moving in and out. She had great footwork. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, leg kick counters from Torres. She was eating her fucking legs up pretty goddamn bad. Uh, I think she even had a huge um, a huge uh, uh, welt on on the side of her. Uh, on the side on the side of her calf or um or upper leg i can't remember it might have been a little bit above her knee because she was really trying to hammer them fucking legs to keep her from moving so fast which uh rose kept moving fast through round one and two and round three she completely just like you can tell she wasn't as moving as fast because her legs were hurting that left leg she even switched stances in the middle of the round um which she went on to win. Uh, she just she just fought like she usually does. She fought like a little pit bull or like a little uh, beefed up chihuahua or something like that. She's really quick. She goes straight in there, throws like twenty fucking he- uh, twenty fucking headshots, and she's back out. And she'll throw some nice body shots too. Um, guess that does it for the fight. Glover Tessera got knocked out. We already talked about that. Um, uh, I also had some uh, notes on that. Um, Rashad looked fast but very sloppy. Uh, he should have looked for the takedown, like I said. Um, I, I just don't see why Rashad Evans is trying to uh, just trying to stand up. He's still wanting those highlight knockouts, like when he had on uh, Chuck Liddell, which was probably the highlight of his career. Uh, but I, I just think if he wants to, he he should fight more um, more passive because that's just the kind of guy he is. He shoots for those takedowns. I mean, he gets a lucky knockout every now and then, but. He knocked out Chuck Liddell on that on the uh, on the end, tail end of his career, so I don't know. I do like Rashad though. I do love his wrestling. He's a world class wrestler. He's really good. Um, we're gonna scroll down to uh, news. We got Daniel Cormier dropped out of the John Jones versus Ovin St. Prukes fight. I know that's a little old, but I still want to talk about it mainly because. Um, I think it's kind of uh, it's kind of shitty for uh, Daniel Cormier to do that, but uh, I don't know what happened. I think he messed his foot up, or he checked a kick and messed his foot up, or something like that. Um, it kind of sucks. I mean, it, it really it, it really sucks because you were wanting to watch this fight. You you seen them both talking shit, and this was going to be a huge fight. And uh, he drops out, so they have to get somebody worthy enough for a John Jones comeback. And uh, they they talked to um, they talked to Anthony Johnson, who said he had mouth surgery and couldn't do the uh, fight. So they also talked to Alexander Gustafsson, which uh, I think he was on medical leave uh, from. Uh, I don't I don't even know. Uh, I, I need to look this up. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. There was a list of uh, who who all they asked and what their reasons were for turning the fight down. And anyways, uh, they got to uh, Ovin St. Prix. Who uh, accepted the fight on short notice, and uh, he's this is going to be a tough challenge for uh, Ovince. Um, I think John Jones is going to kind of uh, run through him pretty easily. Uh, that's my predictions for that. Um, it's not that um, it's pretty much a tune-up fight for John Jones. I don't think Ovince has the um, just really has the. Uh, it's it's hard to say because I don't want to be completely trashing the dude. Because I know the guy's good, 
it's just, and he he could have the skills to do it. He does have he is the taller, lankier, uh, not taller, lankier compared to John Jones, but he's a more taller, lankier fighter like Gustafsson was, who also gave um, John Jones a run for his money. Even though John Jones was only on a two week um, training camp for whatever fucking reason, um, I just think that if Ovince Ovince has the potential to do it, he does. But I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it'll. I doubt it. I doubt it'll happen. Because uh, John Jones is just—he um, could be the greatest of all time. He's really, really freaking good. Um, I guess the uh, advantage that Ovens has is John Jones has been out of it, so he might have cage rushed. Even though we've seen Dominic Cruz say there's no there's no such thing as cage rush. That's all in your mind. But um, I think I think with some people there is cage rust, um, especially if you went to fucking jail and and came out of because that was like times you didn't just you know you weren't on medical leave like uh, Cruz was you were still in the gym doing stuff. John Jones was you know in jail for a couple times and he couldn't do all do all he was wanting to do in the gym and then he recently got back in the gym and started lifting weights. So. Um, it's going to be hard because John Jones is—he's got that fire in him because he got his belt taken without being beat. So he's pretty—he's uh, pretty um, hyped about beating, getting his belt back and going to uh, heavyweight. That's what I think is going to happen. He's going to go through uh, Ovent St. Prooks or however you say the guy's name. Ovent Saint is pretty much what I'm going to call him from now on. But uh, I, I think he just wants to run through this, get his uh, belt back, uh, fight DC, and then go to heavyweight. And just fight whoever's got the uh, whoever's got the belt, which uh, I, I'm I'm hoping he's gonna be Stipe. I'm hoping uh, Stipe's got the got the uh, power in him to put um, for Fabrizio Wordum in his place, because I really want to see Stipe Miocic get the uh, get the belt. Uh, I think he'd be a good champion. Uh, I really like seeing him fight. Um, I think he's uh, I think he's a worthy worthy guy for the belt. He's been wanting it for a while, and uh, he finally got it. So uh, I guess that's it for John Jones and Ovens. What what does Ovens have to do to uh, beat John Jones? He has to. Uh, oh man, that's hard. That's that's gonna be hard. He's just gonna have to be better at John Jones, better at being John Jones than John Jones is, because they're both taller, lankier dudes. He's gonna have to throw, throw a lot of elbows. Um, I don't know, man. It's really hard. I, it, that's the thing about it. No one really knows how to beat John Jones. I definitely don't know how to fucking know. You're telling me the top contenders and the, the best people on the planet at light heavyweight in the UFC can't beat John Jones. I'm definitely not going to know how know what he needs to do. But um, I can s- say uh, don't uh, don't get caught with your back against the cage with John Jones. That's pretty much it. Anytime you got your back against the cage with John Jones, he's just going to light you up with elbows fuck you up and just make you look like shit so uh he's just gonna have to he's just gonna have to move a lot and try to catch him i guess um it's gonna be hard to do though uh Junjun's pretty elusive so uh i i just can't wait to see the fight i really can't wait to see these two guys fight uh i'm glad uh they they got a pretty good choice i know uh Ovens isn't you know a top five guy but i think he's i think i think he might be a top five guy i can't really i, I haven't looked at the uh, actual uh pound for pound uh thing on ufc but i'm pretty sure he's he's i know he's a top 10 contender obviously that's why he's fighting for the interim belt but anyways moving on um 
Mink, uh, Inko's back on a UFC fight pass against Maldonado. Maldonado, uh, he's a UFC vet. He's fought, uh, he's fought some notable people and pretty much lost them all. Um, let me, let me, uh, I had his sure dog up. Um, his name's Fabio Maldonado. Uh, you can, uh, you can Google him. Uh, I'll check who he's fought. Uh, he's, he's, He's been in the UFC for a while. I know he's fought some good guys. Stipe, he's fought Stipe, lost him. He's fought Rampage, lost him in 2015 at 186. Um, let's see. I know he fought somebody else. Uh, oh, yeah, Glover. He fought Glover, Texera, lost to him in UFC 153. So, um, uh, I think this, this could be a... Um, I don't know. Fedor is kind of... The thing about Fedor that I don't really, I, I respect Fedor, he's fucking amazing, he's a, he's an extremely great fighter, but when he's fought people uh, in the UFC, we, we, we don't really see him fight people in the UFC, but when he has fought people in the UFC, like Antonio Silva, Werdum, Dan Henderson, he lost to all those guys, I mean, he, he beat... Andre Arlovsky and uh, Mark Hunt, Mark Coleman a while back, but... I don't, I don't know. It, that was a long time ago when he was in his prime, but now, the last five year or five or six years, he's. I know he's on a win streak. I know he's on a. a, a, a he still hasn't lost in a long time since a fucking long time. I don't know, man. He hasn't fought anybody uh, that. He hasn't fought anybody on top in a long time, and uh, I'm not saying that. Fabio Maldano is on top at all. Uh, I'm saying he, after he beats this guy, because I think he's going to beat this guy, who's he going to fight? Is he going to get an instant title fight? Is he going to fight for a top 10? I mean, he's on um, UFC Fight Pass, but that's that's just a self-fight pass, guys. Um, somebody, uh, who? there's another fight that just got moved to Fight Pass. Um, I can't remember. Hold on. Let me look at my notes again. Um... So somebody else got moved to Fight Pass. Um, they they also put uh, Anderson Silva on Fight Pass. They're really trying to sell Fight Pass. Uh, I think they put Demetrius Johnson fight on Fight Pass. I could be wrong about that. Um, no, they didn't. I think he's in the next UFC. I think he's in the UFC with uh, John Jones and Evans. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, but they're just really trying to hammer home Fight Pass. So uh, just because it's a Fight Pass, don't you know? You you gotta see this fight. You gotta see if it's Fedor fighting somebody. You have to see it. He's one of the most exciting fighters on the planet. I love Fedor. He's one of the best ever. It, obviously, but how is he gonna do on in 2016 against UFC people? Because I know uh, I think he's gonna run through this guy pretty good. Uh, I haven't really seen too many of those guys' fights. Obviously, I'm not I'm not a heavyweight guy. I don't like watching heavyweights um, too much. So I I, I enjoyed uh, watching. I guess the whole um, Shane Carwin and uh, Brock Lesnar thing kind of made me stay away from it because I mean it's cool, but I just hated that Brock Lesnar was in the UFC pretty much. I mean, I know he's a fucking freak athlete and stuff like that, and he deserves respect because he came in and beat some notable people. But still, um, I, I just think the whole... The first time UFC got a big superstar like Brock Lesnar, all these just 
regular fan, regular WWE fans came in and just kind of, I didn't want to be in conversations with them when I'm talking about Brock Lesnar, even though he was a fucking beast. Uh, that put me off for, um, put me off of uh, heavyweights for a long time, where I was mainly watching light heavyweights and the and the welterweights and the middleweights because of back then Anderson Silva, freaking John Jones was coming up, stuff like that, and, uh, and George St. Pierre. Uh, those were the guys I, I, I liked the most. The pure mixed martial artists who were doing things so well and so differently instead of um, Brock Lesnar just going in and just wrestling people to the ground and ground and pound and stuff like that. We've seen that with Tito Ortiz, for fuck's sake. Why, do, why would I want to watch head, heavyweights do that? I want to see two big-ass heavyweights knock each other the fuck out. You know, um... And then, then we got King Vlaswas, and so uh, I've been watching a whole lot more frequently, and Fabricio straight worked Kane in their last fight. I don't know what was wrong with Kane. He uh, completely got gassed out, but um, I would like to see Fedor fight. Who would I like to see? I, I want to see how he does against uh, GSP. I'm not GSP, but uh, <laughs> Junior Dos Santos, GDS. Or J- JDS. Um, I would like to see him fight JDS. I would like to see him fight. Um, I'd, I'd like to see him fight Wordham again, but uh, not right now. I want to see if uh, Wordham can beat Stipe. If he does, then I want to see if uh, Milinko can beat you know some of the top guys. I want to see him fight Kane. That'd be awesome. Or Alistair. Alistair Overeem versus fucking uh, Fedor. Um, that would be amazing to see. Um, I think they fought before, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. Let's see. Um, let me look through his sure dog. Um, no, they haven't, it doesn't look like. I mean, obviously Fedor has beat a bunch of people like Andre Ovalowski. I would like to see that again, um, because Andre is still a beast now. I just want to see if uh, Fedor is still a beast. I need to go back and watch his last two fights, because I know he fought in Risen. And uh, has been knocking people out, but like I say, he's never fought, he he hasn't been fighting lately huge caliber people. He hasn't fought like Dan Henderson in five years. He hasn't fought Anderson, Antonio Silva in five years, and Wordham was six years. So that's a long fucking gap. So I would like to see him fight top notch dudes in the UFC again. And uh, I can't wait for it to be honest. Um, I can't wait for him to uh, get through this guy and. Just if he could be a freaking if he can make a title run in the UFC and we can get Fedor Emelianenko as a fucking champ for at least oh, fuck I, actually I don't even know if he can he's pushing forty years old so it's just it, it's one of those things that's like uh, the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather thing where it was it's just too late like you got it but it was too late in Manny's career uh, and Floyd was just you know Floyd Mayweather you know. He was still on top, and it's just weird. It's like GSP versus um, Anderson Silva. We never got that, and uh, we can't get it now because you know they're they're too old. I mean, I, they're they're on the end of their career, and uh, I don't want to see that happen with Emelianenko. Um, I mean, I kind of want to see it, but I mean, if he can go in and start laying, if he can go out and go in and start laying dudes out, then awesome. I want I want to see uh, Al uh, Overeem fight. Um, uh, a million go. I think Overeem's fighting someone. I think Overeem's fighting Ar- Arlovsky next. Is he not? Uh, at UFC Fight Night. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Alistair Overeem. <laughs> 
There we go. Yeah, he is fighting. Andrei Arlovsky, um, this is Fight Night 87. This is in May 8th. And, um, oh my god, the Netherlands. They're fighting in the frickin' Netherlands. Who else is on that card? Stefan Struve is on that card um, versus Antonio Silva. That's going to be a pretty nice fight. Stefan Struve, um, he's been fighting for a long time. He's one of the, I think he is the tallest guy in the UFC. He's like seven foot or something like that. Um, he, I know he got knocked out by Alistair Overeem and Mark Hunt. Uh, last, that's the last I uh, remember of him. I think he fought. Um, I can't remember who he fought last. It was on the uh, Rousey fight though. Uh, I think he got beat last. Um, he's fought Stipe. He lost, or he, I think he won and beat Stipe. I can't remember. Uh, but he's fighting Antonio Silva. You guys already know who Antonio Silva is. If you don't, get the fuck out of the room. He's freaking amazing. He's. Uh, I think. I think it's about time for him to hang it up too. I think Antonio Silva needs to just hang up the gloves. He got knocked out by Mark Hunt last. Uh, he got beat by Frank Mir and Arlovsky. Um, and we all know he got beat by fucking Cain Velasquez in, the, in their last fight. Um, or last two fight, to be honest. Last two fight, because they fought twice. Um, I don't know what to say about that card. Uh, Stefan Struve can definitely do it on where Antonio is at in his career. Um, it's not really uh, a fight that I'm... I'm you know, going to be uh, recording or anything like that. Uh, who else is on this card? We got women's. Women are fighting. Carolina. Oh my god, I don't even know if I want to say that. She's Polish. Um, she is on a win streak. She's on an eight win streak. She has not lost. She's an undefeated fighter. She bought. She beat Randa Marcos at. UFC on Fox 17, Dos Anjos versus Saron 2. Um, she's fought a bunch of other people in, in uh, uh, KSW, and that's pretty much it. She has it. This is going to be her second UFC fight, so uh, let's let's check this chick out. She might be a, a top contender. Who knows? She's undefeated. She's fighting Heather Clark, who is seven and four. Uh, she's from the United States. She's on a two-one streak. Um, Against Beck Rawlings and Hannah Siffers, um, that uh, her UFC she won. Okay, she so this is her second UFC fight. Also, uh, she fought in the XFC a couple times in the ECSC. So let's see what she can do. She was also in Bellator too. So let's see what she can do. That's going to be uh, an interesting fight. I'm really interested in seeing the girls fight because. We're at a time right now where we're seeing the best ones come up. Like, we're seeing the actual mixed martial artists come up. Like, Ronda Rousey, she was uh, a great fighter, and uh, she can armbar really well, and she can do some badass judo throws, but she was not a well-rounded UFC martial artist, and so neither is uh, neither is Holly Holm. She's a great kickboxer, and uh, Ronda was a great judo uh, chick, and... Um, we're seeing people like Rose Namunez and uh, um, Paige Van Zant's a really good, well-rounded chick, um, and obviously Cupcake, the new our new um, our new champion Misha Tate. She's she's pretty well-rounded. Uh, I'm I'm glad I finally got to see her get a belt. Uh, it's it, it was a really great fight. That was a great fight. Holly Holm versus uh, Misha Tate. Go watch that right now if you haven't. It's an insane fight. Uh, of course you've seen that. Fucking Conor McGregor was on that card. Um, 
and got beat by Nick, Nate Diaz. That was insane. Um, so uh, it's, it, we're finally seeing these well-rounded chicks come up and just start stomping people. Um, Joanna Janjacek is a great scrapper, and they're fearless. These chicks go out there and bang. I love the chicks, man. They're fucking awesome. Um, best thing to happen in the sport for a while. Uh, next we got Gunnar Nelson. I fucking love Gunnar Nelson. He's a great jujitsu guy. If you pay attention to jujitsu, you, you can definitely like him. And that Damian Meyer fight was a great fight, great jujitsu fight. And uh, Damian Meyer is just—he's just too good. He—he's—he's he's too good at jujitsu. He's just way too damn good. Um, but I, I can't wait to see Gunnar Nelson again. He's—he's uh, he's really awesome. He's fighting Albert Tumenov. Uh, this guy is 17 and two. He's on a five white uh, five white win streak um, in the UFC. He's fought Lorenz Larkin. Uh, he, he's pretty uh, he's a pretty damn good fighter. Uh, Lorenz Larkin. This was a split decision. Um, he's making waves in the UFC. Um, I think uh, I think he I think he fought Derek Brunson, who's uh, one of my favorite fighters because Derek Brunson's in uh, uh, came out of uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm a North Carolina dude. So uh, I think he, uh, I think Derek Brunson beat him though. So Lawrence Larkin, he, uh, he's, um, he got beat by Albert Tmenov. All right, uh, his nickname's Einstein. Never even heard of this dude. So, um, but I know who Lawrence Larkin is. Um, Matt Dwyer, I know who that is also. He beat him. Um, doesn't really have any notable uh, opponents on his record. Um, but uh, I'm willing to see this guy. Uh, he's on a five-fight win streak against Gunnar Nelson's coming off a loss against uh, Damian Maia, who's amazing, like I said. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what uh, Gunnar could do this time. Um, anyways, uh, that's this is a, this is a freaking fight card I'm not even supposed to be uh, reading out. But anyways, let's get back to some more news topics. Uh, I kind of went off on a uh, tangent there. Uh, who else do we have? We got John Jones sending a message to Rashad Evans following loss to Glover Teixeira. Uh, he sent a message on Instagram, and I think I have it right here. Um, it was uh, he recorded uh, his TV of Brian Stan uh, making a speech about Rashad Evans and how great a guy Rashad Evans. And uh, Rashad, uh, John Jones said something. He might have deleted it already. If he deleted it, I'm be mad because I had that bookmarked. Um, Anyways, uh, John Jones said a bunch of really nice stuff to Rashad Evans to uh, keep it moving and stuff like that. I'll see if I can bring it up. Johnny Bones on Instagram. I love John, John Jones's uh, Instagram. I think he did take it off. Oh, he did. He deleted it? No, he didn't. Did he? Why would he delete that? It was so nice of him. Anyways, alright, it was just a bunch of uh, shit about him stay, saying, uh, keep your head up, uh, you'll always be a legend, stuff like that. Um, it was really awesome uh, for John Jones to do that. I know he's been painted as the bad guy recently, and um, really I hate that for him, man. Uh, he, he's a great champion. I know uh, a lot of people out there are saying that he should definitely be uh be the hill be a bad guy he he has to look for it kind of stuff like that which is, i think is stupid I, I i don't think he should embrace being a bad guy because if that's not what he's really like then don't do it you know uh and i really don't think he's like that i think he just gets in some bullshit situations where i know he hit a female i know it was a fucking hit and run but the dude was on coke and just and not in a good place i mean 
you know, he's got a bunch of money. Mike Tyson did stupid shit. Come on, man. He's a freaking young... He's the youngest UFC champion, and he's been a champion for a while, and he's, you know, it's John fucking Jones, the one of the greatest fighters ever, possibly the greatest fighter ever. Uh, if he can come back from this and just start being as good as he was before he left, I think he's, I think he's evolved into such a great champion if he can come back from that kind of adversity being in jail a couple times and uh getting his head straight and just worrying about his family and stuff like that i think he could come back and be the greatest fighter ever i don't know uh that's what i feel about it so uh i guess that's it for that situation uh however we do have some fight predictions up here i only got like 10 minutes to do this i have to go to work and like an hour but this podcast is only supposed to be 45 minutes and we're already pushing pushing 30 and i haven't got to the fight predictions yet so uh let's go on to fight predictions uh for the ufc 96 we have ovens st pricks uh he's uh like i said earlier i think i already made the prediction for this john jones i think is going to be ovens uh, i think it's going to be a five round decision if ovens goes out there and you know um, plays fights like he should. He shouldn't, you know, run at John Jones. He shouldn't, you know, do anything stupid like back up against Cage. He should definitely keep it moving, keep circling, and uh, hopefully try to stay in there and try to outpoint him. But I think if if he does that, then I think still John Jones is going to beat him. Um, I think John Jones is going to get certain takedowns that are going to win the rounds for him. I think he's going to play the game really passively like he has done the, his last few fights. So uh, I don't think John Jones is going to go in there and look to knock anybody out. I mean, he might, though. He might. He's coming off um, a long uh, long vacation, I guess. I guess it would be a suspension and all kinds of stuff like that. But uh, he might just go in there and try to knock events out, which uh, I don't really see that happening. I think John Jones is very smart in the way he fights. Um, he's obviously really he's, – he's a genius. He's like um, Albert Einstein, you know, doing math problems whenever he's in there. He just looks – like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, the next fight we have is Demetrius Johnson versus Henry Cejudo. Yes, this is on the John Jones fight. Yeah, like I thought. Uh, you can't put Demetrius Johnson on any more fight passes or Henry Cejudo for that matter. Henry Cejudo is a fucking beast. He's a goddamn legend. Um, I can't wait to see this fight. Derek Johnson, uh, Demetrius Johnson. I don't know why I said Derek Johnson. Demetrius Johnson is, uh, he's freaking great. Don't get me wrong, he's a great champion. People have him as pound for pound the best since uh, Jose Aldo lost and since, you know, uh, Anderson Silva's gone. And uh, John Jones is back, so he's definitely the pound for pound the best fighter still. Um, But even when he was gone, uh, I don't think Demetrius Johnson wasn't the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Uh, I know he's just a freaking legend. He's definitely definitely a number two uh, guy. But I don't think he's best. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain because Derek uh, Demetrius Johnson. I keep wanting to say Derek Demetrius Johnson's so freaking good, but he's he plays the game so passively and so uh, he's really ac- he's really fast. His speed is the best about him, and his accuracy. Uh, he can sit there and throw a bunch of combos and go back out and just win the games like that. But he doesn't, you know, knock people out. He's not, you know. Uh, a knockout artist he's not doing crazy kicks or anything like that so he's just not putting people to sleep he's just completely canceling their games out and just pretty much doing the George St. Pierre he's doing it just like George St. Pierre was I didn't think George St. Pierre was pound for pound the best because we had Anderson Silva and um, 
And we also had BJ Penn back then and just freaking killers back then. But uh, he would, he's just a boring fighter. Whenever you're a boring fighter, I just don't... I guess you could be pound for pound for best, but I don't really think so. I think there's just... Uh, you have to work for it. If, if you're not working for the knockouts, if you're not working for the submissions, then I don't think you should be pound for pound material. Because if you can just go in there and score like Floyd Mayweather did, that's why I don't think Floyd Mayweather is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. Um, I like seeing other people fight. That's the thing. It's entertainment for the most part. Sports are entertainment. I know there is a winning and losing aspect to it, but it is entertainment. You know, the first sports of were people getting mauled by tigers, gladiators getting mauled by tigers, and there was people watching it. You know, it wasn't like a win or lose situation. You're probably gonna lose if it wasn't either this year it'll be next year you're probably gonna get mauled by a tiger or killed by another fucking slave but it was just strictly entertainment so um if if uh, if a fighter's not as entertaining as say john jones or anderson silva then i don't i, I can't say they're the best i know they might be unbeatable because of what they do but like if guys cheating in a video game you're not gonna say he's the best because i mean well i guess that's kind of like a terrible fucking analogy but anyways let's get on with it my fight prediction for it is demetrius johnson's gonna win he's gonna play it safe he's gonna go in there he's not gonna get punched in the face much he's gonna do the dominant cruise thing move out of the way and just you know win the fight by points get some takedowns uh lay on some gr nice ground control Henry Cejudo is a beast though he, he's, a, he's a force to be reckoned with he's going to have to go in there and he's going to have to be as fast as he usually is and he's going to have to knock his ass the fuck out um which if uh, John Dotson couldn't do it so let's see if Henry Cejudo can do it um I think he I think he probably can uh, next fight is not a fight to be slept on. It's Edson Barboza versus Anthony Pettis. Uh, I can't wait for this fight. I really want to see Anthony Pettis come back and start laying dudes out again. I know he lost two fights in a row now, uh, with one being Rafael Rafael uh which and um, who did he fight last? I think he fought Eddie Alvarez. If I think it was Eddie Alvarez, um, I'm pretty sure it was. Eddie Alvarez came back and he just completely did what uh, Rafael Dos Anjos did and they just worked him. They just kept him up against the cage, won by points, and just won the fight. I mean, well, Dos Anjos, I think he chalked, uh, knocked him out or TKO'd him or something like that. I'll have to look that up. I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, let's see. Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. Um, okay. That didn't work for some reason. Come on, sure dog, please. Don't tell me the don't tell me the website timed out. How dare you? God damn it! I was just using you. How how could you do this? Alright, let me just Google it. And, come on. Let's let's make sure. Okay, now you want to work. All right, thanks, pal. It was Eddie Alvarez, and okay, no, Dos uh, Angeles beat him by decision. So yeah. Alright, uh, for some reason I was thinking uh, he knocked him out. I don't know why, but um, like I said, uh, Anthony Pettis is fighting uh, Eddie Alvarez, who pretty... Uh, not Eddie Alvarez, but Edson Barbosa. He, he, his last fight, he lost to Eddie Alvarez by split decision. Uh, it was only a three-round fight where Eddie Alvarez just did the whole Rafael Dos Anjos thing, was grinding him into the cage and just, you know, winning by points. And, uh, I mean, if it worked, it worked. It, it beat him. But Anthony uh, Anthony Pettis really needs to figure out a way to stop that. He needs to work um, better wrestling or better cage control or something. He needs to he needs to uh, work some uh, Muay Thai or something, get, get better with the clinch. 
uh, he needs to work with uh, Donald Cerrone and uh, figure that out because uh, I think if he works with Donald, I think he can work up a better game plan against this uh, this attack that Jafio and uh, Eddie Alvarez put on him. Which just it, it, it was it was it kind of sucked to see because I knew I th I thought that Eddie Alvarez uh, not Eddie Alvarez but Anthony Pettis was going to be a great champion for a long fucking time, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I would like to see who Eddie Alvarez is fighting next. They don't have a fight schedule for him, but uh, I would like to see that. Anyways, he's fighting Edson Barbo Barboza, who um, who's a fucking beast too. Um, I think he's he's the guy that did the uh, fucking spinning hill kick. I think it was. Was that him? He did the spinning hill kick on, or did he get? The spinning hill kick done on him. I can't remember. It was the craziest. It, you guys probably seen it. The guy did the robot. He got knocked the fuck out. Um, let's see. Is he the one who... Uh, no, he fought Michael Johnson, Bobby Green, Evan Dunham. Was it Evan Dunham he did it to? No, it wasn't. Um, I can't remember the other fighter's name. He fought... Did he... He didn't get knocked out. Was it Tony? No. He fought... To, he, he lost against Tony Ferguson, though. I know that. Um, I can't remember. He fought Michael Johnson though and lost him. So uh, let's see. Let's see. I I don't know who's gonna win this fight. I, I'm I'm hoping it's Anthony Pettis. I think Anthony Pettis, if he if he works harder on uh, his clinch game, I think he can come back and be one of the greatest fighters of all time. Um, it was Tony something. It was Tony. Um, no, it wasn't. It was not Tony Ferguson. Who did the fucking hill kick? Hold on. I got, I got, I got, I got to figure this out now. My ADD, come on. Edson Barboza knockout. Was it Terry? Which? It was Terry Edom. I knew it started with the fucking T. All right, yeah, okay. So it was Terry something. I thought it was Tony or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that was a crazy knockout. You guys got to go watch that. Um, he knocked out Terry Adam. That's it. That was insane. When was that? How long ago was that? That was in 2012. I remember being at Hooters when I seen that. And it was the craziest fucking fight I've ever seen. I think it was Dos Santos uh, fighting somebody. I think it was Frank Mir. I can't remember. Or No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was Aldo versus, versus Mint. Was it Aldo? I can't remember. It was a long fucking time ago. Like I said, uh, I remember being at Hooters and the whole fucking place went crazy. Just everyone threw up beer when they seen that. Uh, I mean, people weren't even watching the fucking fight. Like um, back then, you had UFC people that came and watched the fight, but you also had people that just didn't care for the fucking UFC or there for the bitches and the wings. So <laughs> soon, everyone just got hooked into this fight because this dude was throwing crazy fucking kicks. And he knocks this dude the fuck out with his spin uh, hill hook, hill uh, hill uh, hill hook, and everyone just went crazy. Everyone just threw up beer and fucking screamed. It was it was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever been to in my life. That also happened with um, it was Silva versus um, who was it? It was the it was the head kick knockout from uh, Anderson Silva to Vic, uh, Vitor Belfort. 
and the place went absolutely bonkers over that. It was crazy. It was insane. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, all right, we're on 42 minutes. We need to hurry up and get through this. Uh, we are on Edson Barboza, and okay, that's it. Uh, we also have some other guys fighting. I don't really care for Robert Wicker's fighting. I, I don't really have pr predictions for that fight because I don't know the fighters that well enough. Uh, I, I know I should. Uh, maybe I do. I probably, I probably just need to see a face. Uh, let's just type him in real quick. Raydel Natal. I think I've heard of that guy. Um, of course. Of course. I spelled the name wrong. Raydel Natal. He's 21 and 6. Okay, I should. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I know who this guy is. He fought Rahal. Um, Alright, yeah, this guy is on a 4 fight win streak. He did fight, yeah, Rahal at the Johnson Cormier fight. Yep. I remember that fight. I remember seeing this guy. Um, He's fighting Robert Wood, which, like I said, I know who Robert Wicker is. I know who this guy is now. Um, This guy, he's. uh. He, I want to say he's a decision fighter because that's the last fight I've seen of him was a, a split decision over uh, Ura Hall. He's um, not a decision fighter. I, I'm saying he, he's got a lot of dec decision wins is what I mean. And um, I can't really remember that fight, though. Um, if he beat Ura Hall, he's pretty good. Um, Ura Hall's uh, a pretty, uh, pretty damn good fighter. Uh, I think he... Is he fighting somebody? Hold on, let me let me look. I know Urahal is fighting someone. Hold on, let me type in his name. I mean, who, that's something we can talk about. Urahal. There. Uh, fighting Anderson Silva. I knew he was fighting somebody important. Uh, Anderson Silva already got another fight. I knew it was somebody. Uh, fuck, it was Anderson Silva? I thought it was going to be somebody else. Um... Anderson Silva, uh, holy shit, is this fight on, okay, this is UFC 198, holy shit, why did I not already know that by heart, uh, I've probably seen it flash up on the TV for like once, but, um, May 14th, 2016 at Curitiba, Brazil, Anderson Silva versus Urahal, I wanna see this, I can't wait to see this, uh, Anderson Silva's coming off a loss against Michael Bisping, um, this makes it, this makes a three loss streak, uh, and the Nick Diaz fight was a no contest, so, doesn't really count as a fight now, I guess, um, I guess they didn't, I guess, I, I really don't know how to count a no contest, I guess we gotta act like it didn't happen, so, my, uh, he got beat by Michael Bisping, uh, by unanimous decision, um, it was, that was an insane fight, uh, I don't know what to say about it, uh, I definitely, it definitely did make me, uh, make me keep my subscription for, um, uh, UFC Fight Pass, uh, which you guys should definitely pick that up if you guys don't have UFC Fight Pass. Uh, it's really awesome. I'm not, you know, sponsored by UFC or anything like that, but uh, it's really awesome just w going back and watching fights, like just remembering fights, like, oh shit, remember that fucking Tito Ortiz fight against fucking Chuck Liddell? Oh yeah. Let me see if I can find that up on Fight Pass, and it's fucking there. So uh, it's really awesome. I, I like UFC Fight Pass, but. Um, this is, this is not going to be on UFC Fight Pass. I'm pretty excited for this. Then Yara Hall versus Anderson Silva. I think Anderson Silva can beat him. If he does, um, I think he just needs to beat him and go out on a high note. Um, I don't see Yara Hall beating Anderson. He definitely does. He can. 
don't get me wrong, Rahal can at this point in time in Anderson's career, uh, his chin, Anderson's chin is really weak. He got knocked down in the last, uh, in his last Bisping fight, and we all know he got knocked out by um, by Chris Weidman. So uh, it's definitely possible for uh, Rahal to do this, especially since he's got like fucking eight knockouts. Uh, he, he, it's possible. He can go in there and do it. Um, it's definitely possible. I don't know though. I, I want to. The thing. The thing uh, about it is, like I said, uh, I think Anderson Silva's gonna beat him because it's fucking Anderson Silva. But I've been wrong the last fucking three fights. So let's see. Let us see. But uh, that's gonna do it for the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, thank you guys. Hopefully you're following on iTunes. Don't forget to go over my Twitter at Putas and Ape. You can just call me Ape. Uh, that or just type in Ape. You'll find it there. Um, that does it for the podcast, guys. Peace. Have a good week.